Good morning, people of Earth and Spotify and Anchor podcast listeners. I know I said that last week you wouldn't hear from me until closer to New Year's Eve, but a lot of big news has occurred since then. But before I get to that, I'd like to give enormous virtual high fives to those medical workers on the front line helping combat the new Omicron COVID-19 variant. Also, happy Festivus Day and Christmas Eve Eve, and happy birthday to Cody Robinson, the late Corey Haim, who would have been 50 today, and Stranger Things star Finn Wolfhard. Today happens to be the debut anniversary for Netflix's 2016 hit TV show Troll Hunters, 1987's Good Morning Vietnam, 1971's Dirty Harry, 1964's 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, 2011's My Week with Marilyn, which comes to HBO Max next month, 1992's The Ascent of a Woman, and 2009's Alvin and the Chipmunk, The Squeakle, and Up in the Air. Early happy birthday, Christmas weekend birthdays to fellow Cape Cod radio DJ Stephanie Viva, Michelle Garden-Hale, Sissy Spacek, the late football player Demarius Thomas, Jimmy Buffett, and Sissy Spacek. Plus, happy 19th Christmas Eve rescue anniversary to the Clearwater Marine Aquarium's Nicholas the Dolphin, Timothy Chalamet, Ben Nisling, um, who I made a little mistake last week and said his birthday was December 28th, whoopsies, and wrestler Brill Goldberg have birthdays December 27th, while David Maron's birthday is December 28th. On to the news. Well, folks, to quote Abba's Mamma Mia song, here we go again, my, my. It looks as if the countless Hollywood delays and cancellations and release date bump that happened due to that meddling COVID-19 and the Delta variant are happening yet again due to the surging Omicron strain. Yesterday, Fox canned the New Year's Eve Roast and Toast 2022 Times Square telecast, and Variety.com announced yesterday the red carpet premiere of Disney Plus's The Book of Boba Fett has been postponed due to COVID concerns. Out of an abundance of caution, we will be postponing the Boba Fett fan event, the studio said in a statement Wednesday morning. It will be relocated to the 8th of February in celebration for, of the finale. The special screening was originally scheduled for Jan 4th at the Al Capitan Theater in Hollywood. Also being postponed are the Critics' Choice Awards and the Academy's Governor's Award Ceremony. I hate to say this, John Wick fans, but SlashFilm.com declared yesterday we won't be returning to the Continental until 2023. John Wick Chapter 4 has been pushed back once more. While it was originally set to come out opposite the Matrix Resurrections on May 21, 2021, COVID-19 forced those plans to go up the window. The movie was then pushed back to May 27, 2022, where it would, where, which would have put it up opposite Top Gun Maverick, another major action contender. But with concerns over the rise of the coronavirus variants and spikes in infections, it's not a huge surprise that Lionsgate has now pushed the massive action franchise sequel to a later date. 
Lionsgate put out an announcement video for the new date, but the lovely folks who work to keep the world's assassins organized delivering the news in proper Wick Universe fashion. They reveal that John Wick Chapter 4 is now set to premiere in theaters on March 24, 2023. That's almost two full years after the original planned release date. Those circumstances haven't exactly been ideal lately. Now, March isn't exactly a prime time for blockbusters, but maybe John Wick Chapter 4 can change that. Also remember that a little tiny film called The Matrix opened up on March 31st, 1999. Also, breaking news this week, breaking this week in the not-so-good news department, is that Chris Knopf's career is quickly going downhill after those sexual allegations were released recently. Plus, uh, West Side Story is getting a stage sequel about what happened to Maria after the iconic play ended. Yes, you heard me right. West Side Story is getting a sequel. Now, please don't start throwing tomatoes at the screen or sending angry face emojis at the screen. I'm simply the messenger. Slashfilm.com announced December 20th the Long Wharf Theater in New Haven, Connecticut has commissioned Maria. Husband and wife duo Stephen Sapp and Mildred Ruiz Sapp will write this new work. Stephen Sapp says, What happened to that young woman, Maria, after she walks out of the park after Tony has been murdered? What life does she live now that she now that she knows hate and murder? And where does her story continue? Mildred Ruiz Sapp added, The dream of every Puerto Rican is to go back to the island. Maria will take Maria and place her within the eye of the storm of Hurricane Maria in Puerto Rico, where she has to take notice of everything that she has lived and everything that has happened to her. On the much better side of things, there's a new first puppy in the White House. Pre- Monday, President Biden announced on Twitter he added another new German puppy to his family. The new puppy, Commander, joins his big brother, three-year-old German Shepherd Major. His arrival comes a half a year after the loss of the Biden's 13-year-old dog, Champ. Say it with me now, everyone. Aww. Licorice Pizza, Sing 2, The King's Man, The Matrix Resurrections, American Underdog, A Letter for Jordan, all open up this week as well. A second new trailer for Tom Holland's much-delayed video game movie, Uncharted, just dropped less than an hour ago. The film finally opens in theaters this February. After over 30 years, Michael Keaton is back in black as Batman. Not just once in 2022, but once. I mean, but not just once, but twice in 2022. While he'll be the Cape Crusader alongside Ezra Miller's Flash and Ben Affleck's Batfleck, I mean Batman, in the Flash movie November 4th, Variety.com stated yesterday he will be dusting off his signature cape and cowl for Batgirl, the upcoming HBO Max superhero film. The actor is expected to reprise his role as Bruce Wayne, a.k.a. Batman, the character he originated in Tim Burns' 1989 film. He will star alongside Leslie Grace, who pl- who's playing the lead role. He, although plot details have been kept under wrap, the film centers on the heroine whose real identity is Barbara Gordon, the daughter of Gotham Police Commissioner Jim Gordon. 
As previously announced, J.K. Simmons is returning to portray Jim Gordon after first playing the character in Zack Snyder's Justice League. Brendan Fraser is playing the villainous Firefly, a sociopath with a passion for pyrotechnics. Now, there's no specific date for Batgirl's big debut, aside from the fact that she will arrive on the streamer sometime in 2022. The Oscar can announced its shortlist for 10 of its categories Tuesday. The visual effects shortlist will be a very hard one to whittle down to just five honorees, with Black Widow, Spider-Man No Way Home, The Matrix Resurrections, Jean Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, Free Guy, Eternals, Dune, No Time to Die, Ghostbusters Afterlife, duking it out. Who will get the prize five spots? The world will find out. On nomination day, Tuesday, February 8th, 2022. And finally, the not so witsy bitsy Spider Man easily web crawled off, web crawled up the box office record spout last weekend. Sony is going to have a very good Christmas. The finale to Tom Holland's Spider Man trilogy, Spider Man No Way Home, made a boggling. $260 million domestically over the weekend and captured $340.8 million overseas, pushing his global haul to owe about $600.8 million. Now, don't worry, Spider-Man fans. He isn't leaving the silver screen anytime soon. Holland has signed on for even more Spidey films and the anticipated sequel Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse Part 1 opens in October. So needless to say, Spidey will be very busy. To end this breaking news, I'd like to quote the last two lines of the famous Twist the Night Before Christmas poem. But I heard it explain ere he drove out of sight. Merry Christmas to all and to all a good night. Merry Christmas, my loyal listeners. See you next week for Flashback Fun. Bye.